A couple of years ago, when I heard that the Saw series would be coming back, I was excited. I wasn't necessarily excited because there would be a new Saw movie, though. I enjoyed the original Saw from 2004, but I have mixed feelings about some of the movies that followed. I gave up on the series somewhere along the way, picking back up with the pretty good Jigsaw, which I did review back in 2017, so I wasn't entirely jazzed about seeing more Saw come to theaters. Rather, I was excited to see what Chris Rock could do with the franchise. The wait for the latest installment of the Saw series has been long, a wait lengthened by the shuttering of theaters in 2020, but the movie was finally released this past week and I saw it on opening weekend. Did the ninth installment breathe new life into a rather tired series? Did Chris Rock, along with returning director Darren Lynn Bozeman, make the Saw formula feel fresh? Find out as I talk about my experience with Spiral, here in The Last Theater. Welcome back to The Last Theater. My name is Chris, and it's been a while since I sat down to do one of these. More movies are being released to theaters now that theaters are opening back up, and more movies are being released in general thanks to movie sets being more open and available for people to work in. So hopefully this episode here will be the start of a bunch of new episodes of The Last Theater, all of which you'll be able to find on cnjradio.com. But right now, let's just jump right into Spiral, and let's start off with the biggest reason I was so eager to see it, Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock is great, and to my knowledge, he'd never been in a horror movie before. Reading articles about his involvement with Spiral, it seemed that he had a genuine interest in the Saw franchise, and would be helping to shape Spiral creatively. Not only is he the star, but he's also an executive producer. If any franchise needed a fresh take from a true fan, it was Saw. That's what got me excited about Spiral, and I think Chris Rock's involvement definitely paid off. Spiral feels fresh in a lot of ways, not the least of which is being an emphasis on characterization and mystery over gore and endlessly twisting plots. While it may not recapture the excitement of the original Saw, Spiral takes the best ideas from the franchise and distills them down into a strong standalone entry that can be enjoyed whether you've seen all or none of the previous movies. The best thing that Spiral does is to do away with the dual plot formula that the franchise did over and over again. In too many of the Saw movies, there's one plot thread involving a person or a group of people whom we follow through a series of traps, and then there's another plot thread running parallel to that where we follow either law enforcement trying to find the killer or we follow the killers themselves. The two parallel stories often feel completely separate from each other until near the end of the movie when they come together in some way. The formula works better in some movies than others, but in pretty much every case, it limits the time spent on characterization. Spiral does a good job of correcting the characterization issue by focusing almost entirely on Chris Rock's character, Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks. There's no dual plot structure here. Zeke is the police officer hunting for this mysterious new Jigsaw-style killer, and he's also in the center of all the deaths. Zeke is the focus of the new killer, but he's not locked in a warehouse running through a gauntlet of traps. Instead, the traps serve to push Zeke's story forward as he combs the streets looking for the killer. In many Saw movies, the traps can often feel like they're taking time away from the characters in the secondary plot, but in Spiral, the traps and the main characters are all tied together well. With more time spent watching Zeke's reactions to each death, 
We get to know Zeke better than most of the other cops in the Saw series, and there have been a lot of them. Zeke's story unfolds in flashbacks and in his interactions with the people around him. We grow to like Zeke because of his personality, and very early in the movie we begin to care about what happens to him. Part of that is because Chris Rock is just a good actor with great charisma, but there have been other actors in the series that were just as good and charismatic. Danny Glover, Donnie Wahlberg, and Dina Meyer are all great actors and played cops in the series similar to Chris Rock, but none of their characters received the time spent on characterization that Zeke does. Another strength that I found is that the focus of all the killings, the person in the center of everything, seems to be a genuinely good person. The philosophy of John Kramer, the original Jigsaw Killer played by Tobin Bell, from the beginning was about forcing people to value their own life. That philosophy seemed to shift towards a kind of vigilantism where Kramer's traps would be more about serving some sort of poetic justice to people who have done horrible things, and the disciples and copycats of Kramer's work veered way more into punishing bad people or in some cases just straight up murder. Whatever the philosophy though, the people in the traps tended to be people who had done something morally or criminally wrong. In Spiral, Zeke, despite being the person the new killer is focusing on, appears to be a good person. We learn early in the movie that he's actually disliked by many of the people in his police precinct for doing the right thing. Does Zeke have something to hide though? If past Saw movies are any indication, then he must have some sort of skeleton in his closet. I won't spoil anything, but I will say that believing Zeke to be a good person went a long way in helping me to pull for him to survive and to come away with some semblance of a happy ending. Also, knowing the tendency of Saw movies to have late movie reveals of terrible deeds, I did feel a decent amount of tension whenever more layers of Zeke's history began to unfold. That sort of tension is something I can't say I felt in any of the other Saw movies. Not every main character has been horrible in the Saw franchise, but almost all of them had done something which, in horror movies, meant they were marked for death. Some transgressions were way worse than others, but for the most part, the protagonist in Saw kinda had it coming. Saw has never really been about redemption, and that's fine. Part of the fun of horror movies is about seeing bad people have bad things happen to them. But having a completely sympathetic lead in Zeke was something almost completely unique to the series. The only other main character I can think of that came close to Zeke as far as being a good person that I really wanted to see survive was Lynn Denon, the ER doctor from Saw 3, who was kidnapped and forced to keep John Kramer alive. That movie came out in 2006, so I think it was about time for another sympathetic lead. In Spiral, I also enjoyed that the people in the traps, though they might or might not have deserved to die, had all done something pretty despicable. In many of the Saw movies, completely innocent people were pulled into other people's games. Some lived and some died, but the fact that people who had done nothing wrong were in danger muddied the basic philosophy that the series was based on about bad people being punished. And sure, many of the games in later movies were set up by people other than John Kramer, so a change in philosophy is understandable in the context of the movie, but it still felt like the series had strayed too far from the original premise. Spiral felt like it honored the original premise better than pretty much all of the sequels. The traps in Spiral are simple yet gruesome. Each one dishes out poetic justice in a bloody way for deeds that deserve a harsh punishment. Traps are, of course, a staple of the Saw series, and at a certain point they really became the biggest draw of the movies. The traps became more and more elaborate, and after a while it didn't even matter who was in them. 
What really mattered was just how gory the deaths were. The traps in Spiral matter. They're simple enough to be believable for the most part, but they're unique enough to be memorable. More importantly, the traps serve the story. Each person who has to play a game, whether they live or die, is clearly connected to Zeke. And that's not a spoiler, because the mystery isn't how the people are connected to Zeke, the mystery is who is behind the traps. But even though the focus is more on the people than it is specifically on the traps, the traps still play a big role in making Spiral feel like it belongs in the Saw franchise. Spiral is unquestionably a Saw movie, and I think most fans of the series will find things to enjoy in this ninth installment. Some fans may not like Spiral's heavier focus on mystery over violence, but for me it was a welcome change. I enjoy violence for the sake of violence just as much as most horror fans, but it felt to me like the Saw franchise had been trying to be two types of movies. They were splatter movies, but they were also detective films. Serial killer movies of a sort, and procedural crime stories at the same time. The first Saw movie got that mixture right, but every film after that couldn't quite recreate the same recipe. Plus, the insistence of adding layer upon layer upon layer to the mythology of John Kramer and his disciples got tedious and ridiculous after a while. By Saw 3, the mystery was largely gone, and the movies had to focus on unknowable plot twists to try to recapture the feeling of the finale of the first film. And for me, it never really worked beyond the first two. By largely disconnecting itself from the past, Spiral gives itself enough space to craft a mystery that doesn't feel cheap or too shallow. That said, the mystery of Spiral and its new Jigsaw-style killer is something that I think a lot of people will be able to predict probably about halfway through the film. The movie sets up a few decent suspects, but as characters are knocked out of contention due to death or incapacitation, the real killer becomes fairly obvious. At a certain point, the big reveal isn't about who did it, but about why they did it. I didn't mind figuring out who was behind everything well before the reveal, because I understood why Zeke and the other characters didn't figure it out, and it was still enjoyable to watch them struggle to put the pieces together. Still, if you're looking for a great mystery, you might have to settle for a decent mystery in Spiral. As with any Saw movie, the final scene does a lot to define how good the movie is and how it's remembered. Saw 2, though one of the lesser movie in the series in my opinion, had a very clever final act, and it helps to prop it up as worthy of rewatching. Saw 3, though it has a very strong sympathetic lead and an interesting story, soured me on the series with its final act that kind of made me angry. Part 3 is where I initially gave up on the series before going back and watching all of the further sequels a few years later. Spiral's final act is good, though I would maybe have liked to see more of a character-driven dilemma than what we actually got. I can't say much without spoilers, so I'll just say I didn't really see the ending going any other way than it did when the final scenario was finally put into place. In theory, Saw, Jigsaw, and Spiral are all about choice. John Kramer has said that he's never killed anyone, which is debatable, and he's always given people a choice. Live or die, the choice is yours. Kramer's disciples didn't always follow that philosophy, but with Spiral going back to the roots of the franchise, the new killer did give people choices. Survival was possible, even if survival meant making an excruciating choice with almost no time to think about it. Most of the traps leading up to the finale had clear choices to be made, with very little in the way of trickery. It was pain or death, but it was clear what each choice meant. 
The final scenario was a bit different though. It was more of a moral and personal choice, but given the characters involved, I never really had any doubt what choice would be made. I wish the final choice had been more difficult and ambiguous, and I wish it had made me feel something more. With such a strong focus on characterization, the potential was there to have a really memorable finale. Instead, the final act played out somewhat predictably. I wasn't too bummed about it though. I still enjoyed the finale, it just felt like it could have been greater considering the build-up. Most of the reveal at the end was well done, and even knowing more or less what was about to happen provided a certain degree of tension. Spiral isn't the best movie in the Saw franchise, but right now I'd place it at a close number two just behind the original Saw from 2004. Spiral is a solid, decently bloody crime thriller supported by a strong performance from Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson as his father. If you've never seen a Saw movie in your life, Spiral is a good place to jump on. Who knows if there will be more movies in the franchise and what direction they'll take, and I've also heard rumors about a possible television series, but Spiral stands alone as a good movie on its own. I recommend it to anyone who likes a bit of blood with their police dramas, but people hoping for an hour and a half of gory traps and murder might need to adjust their expectations. And that's about all I really have to say about Spiral. I know I usually do a section at the end of these episodes where I'll do a bit of spoiler talk discussing the ending and other specifics, but I don't think I really need to this time. I danced around the specifics well enough, but revealing everything that happens in the movie isn't going to add much to what I've already said. Like I said, the movie is easy to follow and mostly easy to predict, so the enjoyment really comes from Chris Rock and his character. If you decide to go see Spiral, let me know what you think. You can head over to cnjradio.com to find the last theater and links to my Facebook and Twitter. Dropping me a message or comment on Twitter at The Last Theater will probably get the quickest response, so go there and let me know what you think about Spiral and where it ranks for you in your Saw franchise ranking. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.